Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What up, what up, what up? It is the Beast of the East podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network coming on coming at you on the video side on y'all's conference network. What's up, guys? Uh, glad you could make it. Uh, joining me tonight as of right now from Believe in Kentucky, it's Vinny Hardy. And normally the third amigo is, uh, is Israel Troop, but he will be coming later. He has his mother in town, so he, he is spending time with her as he should. And uh, he will get to us when he gets to us. So, uh, when when he's when it's about that time, I will send him this link, and we will uh, we will get rolling with our with our guy Israel. So, um, Vinny, I was on spring break last week. I guess you took a spring break as well. Glad to be back with you. How is everything going? Well, oh, uh, you know we're I'm all right, but you know as far as the sports we talk about on this podcast, I'm, I'm licking wounds. And so, mm-hmm. you know, got to face the music, take my medicine and hear everybody laughing and clowning and having the jokes. But that's what happens when you lose to St. Peter's in the first round, when you're a two seed and they're a 15 seed. So, uh, you know, we, we still shocked. Everybody's still shocked about every, you know, the whole thing Thursday night. So it's kind of where we are. Uh, you know, I wish we could just flash back to last week when we were, you know, talking about Georgia getting Mike White from Florida. That was the big news. But now, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> unfortunately, that's it. Unfortunately, Coach Cal on the hot seat. That's uh, that's the big news. John, what's up? Uh, <laughs> I saw that. Uh, no, I, I'm I'm still. I still got the uh, still got the mail parts, and uh, much to much to your disappointment, John. John last week on SEC After Dark uh, claimed that I was recovering from uh, gender recovery or gender reassignment surgery. So he said on the on the chat. But glad to have our associate producer, John here. John, you're like that friend that has the warped sense of humor that sometimes you're not sure if you you should laugh or not, but it's always funny. Um, you're like that guy. Every every crew has one. And uh, you're you're uh, you're that guy for us, and we're glad to have you. So, uh, we're also uh, on social media. You can find us at Coach Burton thirty six at Believe in Kentucky at Vinny Hardy at Troop Star twenty eight at Believe in Dogs on all social media platforms at Coach Corey Burton on Instagram for me at Vinny Hardy, of course, um, as well. So. Uh, I'm back from Florida and my allergies, uh, they were on vacation. Uh, they came back as well. So that's not fun at all, but we are brought to you by betonline.ag. That is fun. Uh, college basketball is taking center stage right now. The tournament, um, it, it's, it's upon us. The sweet 16 starts this week. If you're looking to wager this year, bet online is your number one spot for all your updated odds and info, along with great contests, including the bracket contest where you have a chance to take home the top prize. I don't know if it's still too late to sign up for that at this point, but if you haven't and you can jump in, uh, but in order to do that, you have to head over to the website or use the mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get you started. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and all of your favorite cas- Vegas casino games. Bet Online, that's where the game starts. Vinny, let's, let's get right into it, uh, shall we? Do we have to? You know, we do, don't we? you know. I I know you don't want to. I I know you I know you are I mean it it is it is brutal thing to talk about losing in the first round again um to s- probably the most embarrassing opponent that you've lost to in quite some time. Um but uh look on the bright side. You didn't set the SEC record for losses. 
That's true. Um, you, you, I still got two of my final four teams intact so far, but uh, my bracket is, I don't know, like it's shot, and somehow I, I'm, somehow I'm still hanging around a lot of these bracket pools. Like I'm still, I'm still tied for first in one of these bracket pools that I'm in. I don't know how I lost Baylor. Um, I'm still, let's see, Ravon Sports. I'm I'm in 11th. That's probably going to continue to plummet as my teams yeah. get knocked out. Um, that's not good. Um, I did one with my family, and I'm in family. Third, family. I'm in third place. Ooh. I don't know how that happened, but I'll take it. Um, and then my school one, uh, I'm in eighth place, and that'll continue to fall too. Of course, not many people have their champions left, so this could get interesting as we get down the stretch. So, um, but the the biggest game, pour some salt and lemon juice on that fresh wound. Yeah, need to rag Jeb because I had Tennessee winning it all in the men's bracket. Yeah, it's not a good pick, John. I see how John is. I see how John is. Yeah, John. So let's start with. Uh, I, I guess we'll start with the obvious one uh, with with Kentucky. What I mean. Just explain that to me. I was see, I was down in Naples. We were out at dinner. I get a text. I get one of those text alerts that says, "Can can can Kentucky stave off an upset?" I'm like, "Oh, okay." So, so I turned my eyes to it, and I'm like, "This is a game I hadn't paid attention to because I haven't had to." But now I'm looking at. It, I'm like, "Oh, St. Peter's is going to do this." Like, what what is going on with Kentucky? What went wrong in this game? They were a lot of people had them picked to go all the way. Missed a lot of free throws. That would have helped. Uh, you, you know, St. Peter's kind of just said, we're going to be here for 40 minutes and we're not going anywhere. And Kentucky didn't really respond to that well. It was tied at halftime. Um, Kentucky would get a six, eight point lead. They, they couldn't impose their will and just dismiss them like you normally see a two seed, do a 15 seed. We saw Gonzaga struggle for like 30 minutes against Georgia State, and everybody was thinking the same thing. Oh, oh. And then Gonzaga hit him with, a, I think, a 41 to 14 run. And the final score looked like what you would think. You know, even though they struggled for 30 minutes, the last 10 minutes, they smacked them down and combined that with Georgia State kind of run out of gas. And then, you know, Gonzaga flexed on them. And Kentucky never flexed and – dismissed them and smacked them down. And it was a game. Kentucky got tight at the end. Mm-hmm. They kind of were disorganized. And that's the coaching staff and the players and a little bit of just, you know, what do we do? A little panic. The Money Jones like to say that little lemon booty got, you know, kind of <laughs> in. That, yeah. Yeah, all, a combination of all that, really. And, you know. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it happens, man. It's just not – Nobody's immune to that, you know. Um, you, you get tight down the stretch, even teams like Kentucky. But, you know, I, I just thought that, you know, some of those guys really just kind of – I felt like you kind of overlooked them at first. And then once you realized that this was a dogfight, I think the momentum got away from you. And you just couldn't get good things going down the stretch. And and that, that really kind of hurt you. And I, I don't know that Calipari is used to – being in that position and used to winning in that position. So, I mean, what, what, what's, you know, what's the consensus on, on Calipari and, and cat nation? Is it, is it, are they, are they ready for him to go? Is it kind of, you know, what, what do you see out of Calipari that leads you to still believe that he can get the job done? There's a lot, there's always been a, a portion of the fan base that doesn't really care for him or, you know, the older generation didn't like the one and dones and stuff like that. And whenever there be a, a rough patch or a losing streak, they start chirping. But when it's, when, you know, when things are going good, they have to be quiet because, you know, you can't waft mm-hmm. us when things are going well. But exactly. they, they're they out and, and about. You have, what, the 9-16 and 16 season last year, it was COVID and all that, but everybody had COVID. Worse season in the history of Kentucky basketball. And so his last call-in show 
he was like, you get your jokes in now. We're going to be back. We're going to you're going to fix it. And pretty much through the regular season, they did. You know, they, they swept Alabama, who won, you know, was on top of the world last year and looked like, you know, you, you go to Kansas and beat them by 18. You beat North Carolina by 30. You beat yeah. Tennessee by almost 30. So it looks like through the regular season, all the flaws have kind of been fixed. You had the injuries come in. They never did really get right after Tata and Wheeler got injured. Mm-hmm. And then you you kind of struggle against good defensive teams. Kellen Grady couldn't throw it in the ocean, had a big <laughs> shooting slump. And defensively, they slipped a lot. Their defense just kind of left them in the last month. Uh, I couldn't wait to get another shot at Tennessee in the SEC tournament because they always struggle in Knoxville. I said, okay, let's get them in Tampa in a neutral court. And it was basically a carbon copy of what happened in Knoxville. They got locked down, scored 62 points, and, you know, and, mm-hmm. and so you're like, Ugh. score 107 against them in Lexington. And then in Knoxville and SEC tournament combined, you score like 120 points. So that's yeah. – so there was there were kind of flaws, and you can see maybe we're leaking oil looking back on it now. Uh, and then this regular season where you look like you you've turned everything around from your nine and sixteen season ends in a first round loss in the tournament. So now people are kind of looking at Cal. It's just it's a lot of side eye, and it's like, what you gonna do? The big thing today is <laughs> he has his calling show every Monday, and. This one was pre-recorded, so he didn't take any calls, and he's pretty much been at all of them all year. And I'm like, dude, yeah. you got it. You can't, you can't duck and not take calls, even though you can't say anything that's gonna make anybody feel better. At least get on there for that hour, take your medicine, get yeah. your criticism. It was pre-recorded. He still said a lot of good stuff, but it was kind of a bad look. So it basically. You have another good regular season next year. It's still going to be like, well, what you going to do in the tournament? And that's that's basically not what it is. Because you know, <laughs> so he's well, who's leaving, who's staying, who's going, transfer portal, this, that, and the other. Yeah. But it's as all about this time next year. Can we get past the first round? So that's it, it, hate to say that, but that is, that's where it is right now. Yeah, I mean. I I don't know what to make of this whole uh, this whole Kentucky thing because again you know you, you just kind of look at the way the season unfolded and it was world beaters one one week and and I think that's a lot of that and, and I've said this about the one and duns and this has been my biggest thing about all the one and duns is that you get these less than consistent performances where you're great one, one game, you're, you know, you can't hit the ocean, as you said, in, in another game, your defense, you, you just really struggle in the defensive end because I think it comes with communication and some of these more veteran teams like St. Peter's, those are probably all 50 or seniors that have played together uh, since birth. Uh, you know, I think if you go to school like St. Peter's to play basketball, you've probably been teammates for quite some time. Um, and, and those guys play probably really well together and, and they can, they can talk, communicate things like that. And it almost in turn neutralizes a team like Kentucky where they're not in sync. There's holes all over the place and it's a bunch of people at times running around in the same Jersey, not necessarily a team. And, and so when you can take advantage of that, that's great. And where a lot of these teams in March madness, you know, the ones that can take advantage of that usually end up with these big upsets. The ones that can't, a lot of times can't overcome the talent gap because there's, you know, there's a player or two that just go off and are unstoppable no matter what Kentucky didn't have that type of performance this uh in, in this particular matchup and that was that was kind of the difference. And this unlike a lot of Cal And they teams, won again. They're in the sweet sixteen. Yeah, yeah, they sure are. They sure are. The NCAA put Murray in the bracket because everybody thought it'd be Kentucky and Murray State, which mm-hmm. another in state matchup and mm-hmm. because they've never played each other because Kentucky won't go to Murray. Murray wants a home and home and so they've been yeah. arguing about that. But this Kentucky team it wasn't experienced together, but it did have older guys. Sheboy transferred in, Kellen Grady transferred in from Davidson. Mintz was a transfer, so it wasn't all freshman dominated. But it, yeah. together, they hadn't played together a lot. But it was older guys, and it's still 
you know, get to tournament time and they just kind of kind of fell apart at the end and fell apart down the stretch leading up to the SEC tournament and the big dance. Um, the, the Vanderbilt game in the SEC tournament, they won it, but it was kind of ragged and, mm-hmm. you know, Vandy played them closer than you think they should. Yeah, they're scrappy and all this, but had a little more trouble with them than you should have. Lost to Tennessee again, so you lost two out of three to them. So you hit the SEC tournament. That's how you entered into the SEC tournament. Coming off that loss to Tennessee, just weren't able to flip the switch and get back to what they were in you know January and February. Just couldn't get it back. They were five and four, I think, in their last nine games, and it just you know you're just not coming in with the kind of momentum you want to have. No, just couldn't couldn't do it. So some other some other notable games. One of the one of the games from Saturday, um, a, a second round matchup between North Carolina and Baylor. Baylor coming in as defending national champions. North Carolina goes up twenty five. <laughs> yes, they are up twenty five with ten minutes to go. They, they this this whole fracas, I guess you you call. It, I don't know what you want to call it, but this whole furious rally. Yeah, this whole ordeal breaks out. Dude gets ejected for a wild elbow. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. You get Caleb Love fouling out, and they blew a 25-point lead to take the game into overtime. But what ended up happening for North Carolina is Baylor all of a sudden, they they played like Auburn did in the final minute of the Iron Bowl. They went conser- They went more conservative. They started playing half-court defense again. North Carolina had no answer for the full-court press. Yeah. North Carolina could not run their offense. They could not get the ball across half-court. I mean, they were doing things like getting a five-second violation out of a timeout. They, I mean, they were turning the ball over. I mean, they, I mean, that's the only way you can blow a 25-point lead in that amount of time. But uh, Baylor started fouling out. R.J. Davis had a career-high 30 points. Andrew Baycott had 15, uh, 16 boards. He had three block shots. I mean, the dude was just a menace on, on the glass. I, I guess when half of Baylor's team fouled out and they couldn't hit the ocean uh, from a from a rowboat uh, in, in overtime, uh, they just kept feeding Baycott down there, and they, they ended up winning and, and ended up you know solidifying – uh, one of the bigger upsets of the tournament, I guess, because uh, it's the defending champions. And I think if mm. Baylor, this 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 game could be a possible springboard, Vinny, for North Carolina. This game definitely would have been a springboard for Baylor if they if they had finished off that twenty five point deficit rally. I think that could have been a springboard for them to win it all again and repeat. But for North Carolina, I mean, am I crazy to think that this is? This is the beginning of a really nice run for the Tar Heels. It could be uh, the manic kid that got ejected. He was killing them. He had like twenty six mm-hmm. when he got tossed with that elbow. Um, this North Carolina team barely made the tournament. You know they they beat Duke yeah. at the end of the regular season. I, I think that's probably the win that maybe got them into the tournament and. You know, it's all about getting hot at the right time. You know, you beat Duke in the regular season. You knock out the defending champs. Um, so, you know, and we're up 25 on Baylor, which, you know, that's, you know, they're confident and, and rolling. Withstood that comeback. Like you said, Baylor quit trapping and pressing. Um, so, yeah, they got past the champs. They're playing great. They could, you know, they're in the Sweet 16. You know, nobody expected this from them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's house money. The rest, I know it's North Carolina, but this this team is house money this year. We're, yeah, we're I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't supposed to be the best North Carolina team that they've mm-hmm. ever had. Again, and, Kentucky beat them by 28. That's one of them, you know, <laughs> there's a neutral court. But, you know, Kentucky mm-hmm. destroyed them earlier in the season. And now uh, it's some we've seen in every sport, you, you yeah. know, Eli Manning barely gets into the playoffs as a wild card. They win the Super Bowl. The Kansas City Royals were three or four games above 500, had to win a playing game, end up, mm-hmm. you know, winning the World Series. You get in survival mode before the postseason even starts, and you're already, you know, in, you know, ride or die mode, and everybody mm-hmm. else is trying to get into it. And you just, you know, you just kind of roll through it, and that's kind of what North Carolina's doing. They they had to fight and claw to even be there, 
And now they're now they're rolling. That's right. So, uh, speaking of not rolling, is Auburn? Uh, they 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 came rolling into the second round. They they met up with the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes blew blew their doors off, seventy nine sixty one, to get into the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, they match up with Iowa State, who had a nice win over Wisconsin. Wisconsin, uh, they had some fouling uh, foul trouble as well. Uh, Wisconsin was playing in Milwaukee and got punked and still lost. So I'm yeah. just, I'm just that's saying. Not- that, that that ain't that, that's that's less than ideal. Um, they got the Duke treatment. Duke used to always start out in Greensboro mm-hmm. every year. Wisconsin playing in Milwaukee and still still got sent home. So so what happened with Auburn? Like what what led to them? Like Katie Johnson just fell apart, uh, and and Miami just ran roughshod of the the tenth seeded Hurricanes. I think it was a case of. Uh, peaking too soon, you know, they were number one in the country, what, two or three months ago, mm-hmm. got the number one, and then they barely beat Georgia the next game, or, or yeah, they, they, they barely struggled. beat Missouri to, right after they got number one, mm-hmm. I think they peaked too soon, they won the SEC regular season, got the trophy, and then what happened, got smoked by Texas A&M yep. in the SEC tournament, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> they hit the tournament you know, kind of leaking oil like Kentucky did, and, and limped in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, oh yeah. Isaiah Wong had uh, had twenty one points for the Canes. Uh, that was big. Uh, and you said it. The Auburn guards, you know, Johnson and and Wendell or Wendell mm-hmm. Green, transfer from Eastern Kentucky. A lot of times they don't give Jabari the ball when you know until they're losing, and then they want him to kind of save them and take over. Yeah, you know it, the guards kind of shot him out of the game. What uh, KD was zero for whatever against Texas A and M. they were no assist. I mean, they shot man. below thirty percent. They they had a thirty point, or they shot below forty percent. They were thirty point four percent from the field. Yeah, against Ooh. Miami, they were ice cold down the stretch. I mean, they couldn't do anything right. They were turning, they were turning the ball over. Ooh. They couldn't play defense. They were, I mean, they got. I mean, there was one. There was a few passes that they just threw it away, and then Miami had easy dunks. I mean, it's it's Kessler picked up two early fouls. He was in he was in foul trouble. He's he spent a lot of time on the pine. I mean, it just if it could have went wrong for Auburn, it did. And people are kind of giving Bruce Pearl the same kind of treatment they're giving Coach Cal, which I. And then the Bama fans are doing the same with Nate Oates after they get bounced in the first round. Mm-hmm. For Alabama fans, I don't think that's right. We'll talk about that on SEC After Dark because I, I do have uh, – that'll be fun to talk with Jake about. But um, I, I just don't think that's fair for, for Alabama. Like I said, we'll get more into that. But for, for Auburn, I don't know that it's fair yet either. I think for Kentucky, you know, Coach Kyle's a great recruiter. Uh, you know, great collector of talent. I, I just, I just question his development. Some, like, what's going on between getting those guys on campus and why can't they do something with these number one classes? That remains to be seen. He's had more. He's had probably the most on on paper uh, out of all those guys, or mo- the, the biggest sample size, I guess I should say. But for for Auburn, I've just. You know, you can question it after after seeing that performance. It's just like, what? But then, then again, you saw it coming. They 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 gave you hints that they weren't ready, that they 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 could they could fall apart. You know, you put a little pressure on them, and here they go. And that's what Miami did. That's what Texas A and M did. Yeah. So we had a had a strong. We, the SEC had a strong year in basketball, but at the same time. Strong regular old. season, but yeah. who cares about that, right? At the same time, they're gonna give off these mm-hmm. overrated type vibes. I mean, you look at Tennessee beat Arizona regular season, mm-hmm. you know, Kentucky drill Kansas and North Carolina, but all this stuff in the tournament where 
we were saying you only should have got more than 16. Texas A&M should have made it. Yeah. And now Arkansas is the only team that made it to the second weekend. So And they're 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 left matching up with Gonzaga and I really like that matchup for Arkansas. I think they can if they can run Gonzaga. Yeah, um, Memphis, Memphis had them. <clears throat> Memphis had Gonzaga beat, you know, when mm-hmm. just couldn't finish just them off. Let it, let it slip away. Mm-hmm. Um I, I think it's going to be tough. I think Texas Tech is going to be a a tough out in the Elite 8 as well. I don't um, yeah. I've got them beating Duke. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I had them beating Michigan State in the Elite Eight, but you had Michigan State beating Duke. Yeah, yeah, I had Michigan State beating Duke, and then Texas Tech beating Michigan State to go it to the Elite right Eight. There. It was right it, there it for was. Michigan State. It was Michigan State. State and Memphis both. I mean, they they had it. Hold I know up. they did. They did. <laughs> they did. Uh, Arizona, who got crushed by Tennessee earlier in the, or during the regular season, they're still alive. I'm telling you, watch out for the Houston Cougars. I don't know if they watched some fly fly slam ajama highlights before this. <laughs> uh, they must have uh, because they were fly slam ajama against Illinois. I uh, had some highlights there. Uh, Michigan won won a tough fought battle over Tennessee. Thank but you. I think thank you, Michigan. Thank you. That made me feel a whole lot better about yeah. Yeah. my situation once mm-hmm. the big orange went. I know they made it one round further, but. But Rick Barnes didn't make it to the second weekend again. Yep. Tennessee finally got him an SEC tournament title. First mm-hmm. time since 79. Baby steps, Finny. Baby steps. Still no Final Fours, though, ever. So but it wouldn't have mattered. You have to <clears> – I mean, either one of those teams would have had to play against Villanova. Villanova's – I got Villanova as my national champion – not national runner-up. Mm. Uh, they're in the national championship game. I, they if, smoked if, Tennessee early if Ar- in the season, too. I think, I think if Arkansas – can make a run to the final four and Villanova make a run to the championship game. I have a chance. I have a chance. It is possible. I have a chance, but Villanova is a physical basketball team. Mm-hmm. I, I like the way they play. They're physical on defense. They, they, they just, I, I like it. And they've been um, together for years too. Mm-hmm. That's one of those programs. It's not a transient program. Um, now we give give Jay Wright his props. He's won a couple of titles, mm-hmm. but he's he's had some first round flameouts too. If the the years that they don't win a title, he he's went out in the first round more than you think. If you do this up. long enough, you're going to have some first round flameouts. I mean, come on. Now, K's, got, K's got Lamar and and I mean yeah, Mercer and I mean, Lehigh. Everybody, yeah, you know, I mean everybody, everybody's got their warts, man. It's but, it's all fun and games too. It's your team. Yeah, everybody's got their warts, but. I, you know, just don't make a trend out of it. And I, I think a lot of people are just afraid that Coach Cal is going to make a trend out of this because, you know, he was 9-16 and 16 last year. He got bounced. He's gotten bounced early a lot lately. And Kentucky's not supposed to do that. But, again, he's, I don't know, it's, it's a weird time for him. So, um, I, what, which one of these Sweet 16 matchups do you like the most? Mm. I like Arizona Houston. I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you yeah. that. That's a that's gonna be a phenomenal matchup. Texas in the, Tech in the South bracket. Because I think I think Texas Tech can put an end to the Devils season. I, I think I, I think I think the Devils have been looking, except for against Cal State Fullerton, they've been looking to get knocked out. They've been just they've been they've been looking for it. And Texas Tech, I think, is gonna be the team that that, that gets them. Texas Tech is electric, man. And and they will they will lock you down. Mm-hmm. They they choke teams out, you know, mm-hmm. defensive end. Very very long too. I mean, I I like that. I, I want to see what Villanova. I want to see if Jay Wright can can get uh, Jawan Howard to punch him. <laughs> and I'm and I'm writing and I'm I'm really rooting for the fighting. Uh, well, didn't Rick Patino start at Providence? Who's the, yeah, yeah, he took him. He went to the final four with, with Billy Donovan was playing for him. Billy Donovan oh, was yeah. a point guard in like 87, 88, 87. Yeah. Re- Requiem for the Big East or whatever. North Carolina, UCLA should be for oh, oh, Providence can beat the hell out of Kansas. Uh, I'm, I'm, I hate yeah, Kansas yeah. because they always screw me in the bracket. When I don't pick them, they screw me. When I, when I pick them to go far, they screw me. I, I don't like it. Um, Iowa State, Miami is going to be an interesting one. I think Miami oh. can get themselves in the Elite Eight, uh, matched up against it. I think, I mean, Miami has a chance to win this, win the Midwest bracket. They really could. I mean, why, why not? I mean, I, you know, the way they're playing, 
I, I just I don't see Providence matching up with them. I mean, Iowa State has a chance, but I, I, I was if Iowa State can't beat them, I don't think Kansas can. I mean, Kansas, yes, they're a number one seed, but they're Kansas, and it's March. Mm-hmm. I pick Providence. I pick chaos. I pick Providence to come out of there mm-hmm. in one of my brackets because it sounds crazy. And we'll look for ways to analyze this and analyze that. But at the end of the day, pretty much anything is possible. And we're we're seeing that. And I'm like, you know, Providence, I'm picking them to, to beat Kansas and, and go to a Final Four, which is it's, it's weird, but it could happen. Yeah. Now, now, John, going back to your comment about the Miami Auburn game, yes, they were they were going crazy, man. They were tr- they were they were trying different things and they were getting adventurous and they were just I mean it, it looked like you know like when when you're at the Y and you just got a team that's just way better than the than the other team you know just because they called just because one group called next they got on there and they were like the sacrificial lambs so they get skunked eleven zero and get run off the court that's kind of what Miami was doing to Auburn in the second half it got out of hand yeah really LSU girls lost. Just lost to Ohio State by double digits. Hmm. Yeah, Georgia's women got curb stomped by Iowa State. Had a horrendous first half. Um, Kentucky went out in the first round to Princeton. LSU barely beat Jackson State in the first round. (laughs) Howard. Oh, was it? Was it Howard? I thought it was Howard. Jackson State. Jackson State gave them all they wanted. Yeah, they had to hit a couple threes late to even get to even get to play Ohio State. So Ohio Kim. State just finished them off, really. Yeah. Lifetime contracts might be a bad idea. I, I, I mean, if you're Coach K, you deserved one. I mean, what are you doing? He's talking about Cal. He's talking about Cal Perry, I think. Uh, lifetime. Yeah. Did they give him a lifetime contract? Yeah, pretty much. Yo. Yeah. yeah. It was Jackson State. She won UCLA six. was trying to make a run at him, and, yeah. and so they they gave him a lifetime deal a couple years ago. And so mm. a lot of people want to point to that, that he's kind of gotten complacent since then. A lot of people want to say since Rick Pitino left Louisville, the, the, the edge to really be super competitive, he's kind of sat on his laurels a little bit since then. They pointed a little right. different things to see the – these are fans and – you know, media yeah, talking I about mean, trying to no, it's just it's just a more competitive deal. I mean, I just, I mean, the fact that St. Peter's was able to beat you guys was it just tells you what you need to know about college basketball, and they might rope me back in on that. Actually, Damn. so thank you, Kentucky, for possibly roping me back in for next season because it, it basketball is more competitive than it ever has been. Yeah, yeah, because we've. We're starting to see this more and more. Mm-hmm. You know, we we saw sixteen finally beat a one when you know mm-hmm. Virginia got knocked out. Uh, these mid majors and little schools are they're kind of closing the gap a little bit. You know, um, and I mean, yes, Kentucky crapped a bed, but St. Peter's. I mean, he had them playing good. He had them. You know, they were backdooring Kentucky to death every time they needed a clutch three. They ran a set play and got an open three, and they hit the open three. So he, they they're well coached, and you know they weren't they weren't scared of the moment, right? No, they weren't. They Jersey weren't indeed. City, New Jersey, boy. I mean, everybody what, knows about them. What, what what do they have to be scared about? I mean, <laughs> they're 15 seed and they're playing Kentucky. What do they have to lose? And Jack Pilgrim for. KSR Kentucky Sports Radio was he went up there and and watched the open practices up in Indy and he watched all the teams he watched Kentucky he watched Murray State oh he said when St Peter's got out on the court you know they they looked awful everybody was all small you know six 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 seven mm-hmm. they were fumbling the ball out around kicking the ball off their knee missing shots mm-hmm. looked terrible in the open practice and he's like. Take them beat these boys by 40. These dudes can't even don't even look like they know what a court is. And then you get to <laughs> the game the next day, and you know, yep. the lights came on, and <laughs> St. Peter's did too. <laughs> That's right. That's right. They did. So, what can you do, man? So, uh, the, the tournament is just cranking up, man. And we could sit here and break down every single, every single matchup, but we're not going to do that. Um, just keep watching. I'm rooting for Arkansas. Go uh, Woo Pig Suey. Yeah. Woo Pig. Let's get it done. So that's their only hope. Their only hope. That's their only hope. So there was a couple, there was a couple hires made. 
uh, in college basketball. Actually, three hires made now, uh, if you include LSU today. I know, John, you're excited about that. LSU fan? Yep, he is. Hey, we got some uh, Iraqi people. Are you all from Iraq? No, we're not. I'm glad you have pride in in Iraq there, Iraq Iraq guy. Um, Mark Golden got hired at Florida. Uh, Mike White from Florida got hired at Georgia. And uh, Matt McMahon from Murray State has now signed on down at LSU. Of those three hires, to me, I think LSU did the best. I have no idea about Florida. I've heard it's a really good hire. I don't know much about him. Uh, but the golden era does start in Florida. And then Mike White, which if you really look at where Georgia was as a program, they can only go up. So for, for that reason, it's a great hire. For that reason, it just might be a default home run because he's not Tom Crean. And I, I like the way Florida played. For I know they were ready to run him out of town, which I think they're ready to run him out of town because he's not Billy Donovan. It's hard to follow the dude, man. It's hard to. I mean, Golden's gonna have it easier just from that standpoint alone. He's the guy that followed the guy, and what White had the first first couple of years was good, but he just never could really really get it going. He would have made five straight tournaments had the had the one not gotten canceled for COVID. Mm-hmm. So but it they're so in which they're just so in the football. They're just so in. They was in about basketball when Billy Donovan was winning back to back titles. Mm-hmm. So I mean as far as that goes. And Joe Kim Noah named one other title. Yeah, okay, whatever. Name the court after Billy. Yeah. Yeah. So it was hard for him. It's hard to be the guy that follows the guy. Like whoever, you know, I know y'all don't want to talk about it. Whoever Follows Kirby, it's gonna be a hard gig for that mm. dude to, to I know. be the guy that follows the guy. It's gonna be tough. So whoever follows Saban at yeah. this point at Kentucky, Ooh. whoever follows Mark Stoops, yeah, that's coach on campus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had to get true. that one in there. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I you know going going to Georgia's higher first of all. Um, he was the first chrono- chronologically in, in the order of these three. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when, when that news broke, I, I, I got a, I'm not going to lie. I, I had no idea. I, I did not have Mike white on my bingo card. Mm-hmm. I thought, and I said it in, in our show on believe in dogs. I said it to you and to you and Israel on right here on beast of the East at the time. Mm-hmm. It was going to be Joan. I, I thought it was gonna be Jonas Hayes. I even thought it was gonna be Matt McMahon. I thought it was going to be McMahon oh. from wow. from Murray State. I heard he yeah. was in the mix. You know, I, yeah. I thought it was going to be some something along those lines, but it wasn't. It was Mike White, and I was kind of like when I first saw it, I was like, "Well, Florida was trying to get rid of him. What's you know, what's up with this dude?" But you know, then then you watch a little bit and, and realize that you look at his resume. He went to he went to several. You know, he had a team that had no business doing any postseason deal. Uh, had them in the NIT at Louisiana Tech, and then comes to Florida, immediately gets them into the tournament, which could be just him riding off of Billy Donovan's recruits, maybe. And I don't know, whatever the case may be, he had those guys playing at a high level. You still have to coach them, and you still have to win the games, no matter who you have. I mean, you know, I, you, you could give you could give top ten, you could give Kentucky's roster to, you know some slappy high school guy from, from uh, Vermont and <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Vermont. Um, and, and they're not going to, they're not going to win just because you have superior talent. Doesn't mean you're necessarily going to win. You still have to coach them and, and, and go. So I think when you look at it for the, for the pure sake of, I think his in game management is, is going to be a lot better than Tom Crean, which is something we desperately need. I think his recruiting in the Atlanta area is going to be much better much improved for those two factors. I think it's a home run for Georgia. I think he's going to do well because we're at the bottom. And that's it. No. So I hope I hope that's the case. Uh, 
Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, you don't. Really. Not as a Kentucky really. fan. Not Nobody really. wants Georgia to be good at everything. That's right. That's right. So, uh, it's good that I mean that y'all are optimistic about it because I saw that and I was like, what is really what? So, I mean, for, for us, that's a great hire. I, I, yeah. I think if we were in a different spot, I, I don't think I think I'm necessarily. I, I don't think it's necessarily a splash per se. Right, he's not a splashy type dude. He don't. He's you know, not. He's kinda, but he's what we need. Even killed, and he, he's what we need. Yeah, I get to play Florida. He gets to play his old team, so he'll have the. Mm-hmm. They would have that circled on his calendar, and so they they will too. But yeah. that'll be interesting them to. It's just it's just. What are y'all gonna call that? The world's largest? What? I mean, y'all got to come up with world, something. The world's. <laughs> I can't think of anything, but y'all, Florida's and Georgians, Floridians, the world's Georgians. most mediocre <laughs> indoor. Yes, because <laughs> like nobody goes to those games. Yeah. Nobody goes to see Georgia basketball, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But um, the world. Yeah, y'all got to y'all got to come up with something. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we do. You're right. Gators coach went to Georgia. I know it's basketball, and it ain't right. it ain't the cocktail party and all that. But y'all, y'all Floridians yeah. and Georgians got to come up with with some kind of little catchy. Because sometimes you might play twice a year in the regular season. You definitely at least play once, depending on how they do the schedule. Yeah, and maybe a possible meeting in the SEC tournament. So, got to get some kind of catchy, jingleish. Nickname for that because this this might this might make the rivalry. <laughs> this might. <laughs> I don't think we need rivalry. help to make the rivalry any more intense. <laughs> That's for sure. But I tell you what's uh, I tell you what's going to happen. I'll tell you what is intense. I need to I need to tell you about athletic greens before we before we move on. Uh, this could be the world's largest athletic greens uh, rivalry. I don't know. Um, Tons of people take multivitamins. It's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of athletic greens in Israel, he actually ordered them and he could tell us about them. Maybe if he, maybe if he's, uh, if he's available tonight, he can tell us about them. Uh, but you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, and, of course, that old arch nemesis called aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly. fits a whole range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. So reclaim your health. Arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. That's just one scoop of and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a one free year of supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. I still got to get mine. I still got to get my athletic greens. I'm looking it up right now. John, yes, we do have. Yep, there you go. Look it up. John, yes, we do have a basketball team. They they play. I don't know. They might be club. I don't know. Um, <laughs> our basketball team is kind of the equivalent of Vanderbilt's football team. <laughs> kind of where we're at right now. Which doesn't is- matter who we hire. They could have hired me. It doesn't matter. It probably would have been an upgrade. <laughs> Um, and I, I'm I'm not very good at basketball. Basketball is not my thing. So, um, the golden era. Like, what what is like? Let's do some research on him. What does he bring to Florida? Like, what? Why are Florida fans? Well, some Florida fans just aren't happy with anything. Let's just be honest about that. But um, Jake Crane called it a sneaky good hire. I, I think it's gotten a really good feedback uh, from all the important people. Uh, what do you think, Vinny? Todd Golden. Where did he? Yeah, Todd, did I call? I called him Mike Golden or Mark, Mark Golden. Then Todd Golden. Yeah. Todd so, from San Francisco. Hmm. From San Francisco. An like assistant what? at Auburn for three years before he went to San Francisco. So he's he's familiar with the SEC. Yeah. 
He's young, 36 years old. Yep. Uh, 20th head coach. Led the Dons. That's a that's a cool nickname, by the way. Mm-hmm. San Francisco Dons. Yeah. Bill you left the Dons for the Gators? Come on now. Bill Russell's alma mater. 57 and 36 overall. He was the do some research. I might have to watch some Don's basketball just to figure out this guy. Um, yeah. So he's out there. Out there playing. They play Gonzaga, right? That's the West Coast Conference. That's where he's at. Yeah. Gonzaga, St. Mary's, Portland, all that. Mm-hmm. So he led them to at least 20 wins in all seasons except for that shortened one that got canceled. Um, and he'll be he, going up against. McMahon at LSU. McMahon and Golden both <laughs> play each other and you know both lose in this tournament and both jump to the SEC. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting as well. That, that will that will be that will be fun. Um he played at St. Mary's. Um, so that's good. So he earned a business administration degree. Um what that matters, I don't know. But he married his uh married his married former to the former Megan York. It was a four-year volleyball standout at St. Mary's as well. She was mm. co-freshman of the year. So he's got an athletic pedigree in his family. Mm-hmm. He knows talent. Um, but no, he, he's had at least 20 season, 20 win seasons um, in all but one. Um, he's mm. been competitive, again, 57-36 in, t- in, in basketball terms. Relatively speaking, is a very tough conference, very competitive conference. So it's not like it's not like it's it's a conference of Gonzaga and then like everybody else. I mean, you, you have some some good schools there, but um, I you know to me, I, I think it's a good hire. I, I think he's somebody that brings a lot of energy. Does he know the area well enough to recruit? Does it matter in basketball? Is is it is it easier to recruit nationally as a basketball coach, especially if you're at a brand like Florida? What do you think? Oh, uh, maybe it should be. And like he's he was at Auburn for it's been two thousand fourteen to sixteen mm-hmm. as an assistant. Couple, couple so seasons. I mean, is that he, enough? Him being, it's, you know, he's American Israeli. He might bring some international. <clears throat> talent in or have some connections there with his background that you know we don't even you know bring in some guys we don't even know or only radar as far as that goes you know he might mm-hmm. he's got a lot of different ways he can do it um first year coach in basketball and football everybody's gonna be watching you know Billy Napier more than him so that might give him yeah. time to just kind of and they're they're, they're often they're often running in spring practice by the way so yeah yeah Oh, uh, so I, you know, he surely, you know, he's he's. It's not like he doesn't know anything about the SEC as far as that goes. Yeah, and you know, like you said, internationally too. I mean, he's. It's gonna be interesting to see what he does and how he how he plays his cards. Yeah, I, I think it'll be. I think I it'll know, be interesting. I don't know a lot about him, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so a lot of these mid-major guys, you don't know much about them. I mean, you don't know what what, it, what they're going to be like when they when they hit that big stage. But you know, I I think if he's got their team competitive in a good conference, I think if he's got them in the NCAA tournament, I, I think it's a good start. I think it's somebody that can do something with with the resources that you're going to have in Gainesville, with the support that you're going to have in Gainesville, hopefully. Um, you know, hopefully the fans will, will jump on board with him. They have no reason not to, but you know, I, I think he's going to bring an interesting twist. I, I think his energy is going to be the biggest thing, his, his youthful energy and, and his ability to relate to more than just, you know, more than just one or two cultures. I mean, he's a worldwide guy. I mean, you, like, like you said, you brought up the point that he could possibly get some international guys. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. He may not know anybody overseas. We, I don't, I don't know that, but he just better beat Mike white. What he better do. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, just, just beat Mike white and, uh, and Rick Barnes and whoever South Carolina decides to hire or, or go, go beat coach Cal and, and yeah. all as well. He can't be losing. He can't be losing to Georgia. That's, that's the first thing he got to yeah. get squared away. You know, yeah, I don't want to hear that, but 
he can't let the old coach come in and be, mm-hmm. you know, because White to his first year in Georgia. I mean, it it doesn't matter who Georgia hired, they can't lose to him, but especially now that Mike White is the coach, yeah, you cannot you cannot let Mike White come down and kick your butt. You can't, can't let White walk into the old dome and just you know run yeah. y'all out the court. You can't you know worry about everything else, but mm-hmm. first and foremost, you guys to be beating Georgia Todd Golden. Yep. Yo. That's your first order of business. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to go get the next Tony Kukoc or <laughs> you want to go get the next Larry Bird from right. French Lake, Indiana. Uh, Doesn't matter where you get them from. That's Pete Georgia. Right. That's number mm-hmm. one. Right. Yep. Um, what about for LSU for 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 Matt, for McMahon? What 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 is his deal? Like I, I guess it's get on top of the West, right? It's it's beat it's overtake Auburn. That's that's your target right now. I mean, regardless of whether they just got their Got their butts handed to them in, in the in the second round there by Miami. They are still the target in that division. Alabama is still a target in that division. A and M is a much improving basketball team as well. You got a very competitive conference there. I don't know what Ole Miss has got. Mississippi State's pretty good, not great. Yeah, both um, and Arkansas is uh, Arkansas at the end of the at the end of this whole thing. They might actually be the target as of right now. It's still Auburn because they're the regular season. SEC champs, yep. but Arkansas is proving to be better in the postseason right now. So um, those are your targets for LSU and LSU had a pretty good team coming down the stretch. It's mm-hmm. not that they didn't fire Will Wade for underachieving. Right. And John will tell you they fired Will Wade because he's a terrible human being. So what kind of, you know, slaps and you know punishment is is McMahon gonna be walking into that should have gotten Will Wade fired a long time ago. How did he how he kept his job up until the other day is beyond me. But McMahon uh, is gonna walk into something, but he's yeah. used to that kind of he, thing. Like he's gonna he's gonna inherit <laughs> he's gonna inherit a mid major team. Yeah, uh, he, because he knows what he's signing up for. So I mean, he, he knows it. Mm-hmm. He knows what he's doing. I mean, <laughs> and I think LSU. I think LSU brass and LSU fans will be patient with that. They know he's good. They know he coached John Morant, who John Morant, you know, at, you know, when he first came into Murray State, barely a qualifier academically and looked like he couldn't play basketball. Now he's in the NBA as one of the best players, has Memphis as a two seed in the, yep. in the NBA. So, um, what is he going to do? I don't know. He's going to get creative. I mean, you know, in basketball, the 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 great thing about it is, is you only need a few people, mm-hmm. right? You only need a few committed people, and you can yep. get it done. You can turn it around quicker. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I I think it's a great hire. I I think he's somebody that's a per. He's been a fixture in the in the NCAA tournament as much as you can be as Murray State. Yep. Um, I think he's had some good talent through there. Was it like six in a row? Yeah, I think so. Six in a row mm-hmm. tournaments or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he's and and gotten past the first round. Just about all of those, yeah. which is Murray State. That's not really an easy thing to do. So I like it. You know, <laughs> not to be the guy that likes every single hire, but <laughs> I, I like this one a lot. Um, mm-hmm. This is who I wanted at Georgia. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And even though I'm still with you, I still kind of keep it in divisions, even though basketball really ain't. They just kind of lump them all together now. Kind of like a single table, right? Still, yeah. And yeah. they 18 games. <laughs> but, you know, it's – it is uh, – it's gotten stronger. You know, Mississippi State, you know, they got – they parted ways with Howland, so mm-hmm. – a lot of these teams are, are putting more pressure. You know, the more the money's going up, the pressure's going up even in, in basketball. Uh at places where, you know, Mississippi State's you know, more known mm-hmm. for their baseball, but you know, and uh, uh which but their basketball too, it's not like they're just watching basketball and wait for spring practice to start, you know, in in Starkville now it's it's Georgia you know, Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> Howland was a dude that you know took UCLA to Final Fours and you know was at Pittsburgh and had mm-hmm. a good run too. So even they're trying to trying to step up and so, yeah, yeah. pressure I mean, building everywhere. Everybody's trying I mean, to 
This conference is drastically improving in basketball. Yeah. They, they've got to do it in March now uh, mm-hmm. from this point forward. But yeah. it's a conference that three years ago was completely irrelevant. Yeah. So we've got to take that hire, into consideration. Everybody made better hires. You know, even Avery Johnson didn't stick, but you brought him in. That's a big name from the NBA for years and, you know, won titles with the Spurs. He was there at Alabama, Howland at Mississippi State, Bruce Pearl to Auburn. Mm-hmm. It was a, a whole – you know, shot in the arm is from a coaching standpoint. And, you know, even though some of them have moved on and they're still trying to, still trying to maintain and, and bring in good coaches. Even these mid major guys have done some stuff, has some, some accomplishments and yeah, shouldn't be in over their head coming right. in and taking these new jobs. Right. Exactly. So, I like it. I think there's some good hires. South Carolina, you're up next as far as conference goes. Um, so I'm I'm a, I'm I'm a big fan of it. Uh, before we get out of here, Vinny, uh, Matt Ryan, little NFL news. <laughs> Matt Ryan, longtime Falcons quarterback, got <laughs> traded to the Colts. Yes, John. We'll see you Wednesday. Traded to the Colts for a third round pick. Uh-huh. Do you like it? Uh, I mean, as far as as far as the Colts is, what you had Rivers, then you had Wentz, now you have Ryan. Mm-hmm. Who's the next veteran that's gonna go there after Ryan? It's on the back nine of his career. I'm tr- I was trying to think of that today. I was trying. To, <laughs> I was trying to go through guys. I'm like, okay, after Ryan goes there for a year or two, there's not really um, any. Like after Ryan retires, it's like it gets significantly younger. Yeah, I'm like, well, you know, will, will Matthew Stafford be in that boat then? But I, I guess, <laughs> I guess Matthew Stafford maybe. Aaron Rodgers goes to the Colts next year. <laughs> so I'm just trying to do. That's kind of the way they've been trending. Yeah. Oh, um, the third round pick to the Falcons. Ah, okay. Uh, but I don't. Know. I guess that's a better spot. For Ryan than he was with in Atlanta, you had a team. You, he's going to a playoff team. They should have made the playoffs last year. I got to do is beat Jacksonville, and Carson Wentz couldn't do that. Yeah. So, but yet, you know, <laughs> which I still get glee from that because as a Cowboys fan, he went came in as the <laughs> Eagles, and in there he's been. He's a journeyman now, even though he's a highly paid. <laughs> he's yeah. bouncing around the league now. He yeah. went from you know, you're that dude. So you're you're just getting shuffled around here and there and everywhere, yeah. but I, I don't I don't know what the Colts fans think. I get I, I don't know. Are you Colts fans are juiced like up, it? man? They like it, do they? They love it, man. Mm. Um, I I like it because Matt Ryan finally gets a great running back. He finally gets an offensive line that's worth a damn. Mm. Uh, <laughs> gets a defense that's going to help you out some. You know, I I think he finally gets a lot of. I mean. Yeah, they had Julio. Yeah, they had Calvin Ridley. Yeah, they had, you know, Mohamed Sanu. But, I mean, like, they didn't have the total team. They got up on New England, but they didn't have the depth to to maintain that victory. And we all know what happened, 28-3. Go ahead. But uh, I like it. I like it for Matt Ryan. I think it's a good way for him to end his career. I don't like it. You know, as a partial Titans fan, I don't like that because you have to. That's your that's your standard now, mm-hmm. and and now Ryan Tannehill instantly becomes the at at best second best quarterback in the conference or in the division, uh, maybe third depending on depending on Trevor Lawrence, possibly yeah. the worst if if Davis Mills has a big year for Houston. So, mm, wow, you know, it's kind of where you are. There's like. You have Matt Ryan, and then you have like three wild cards, really, because you don't know. I mean, yeah. Tannehill, you really don't know what he's going to bring. But he's y'all, y'all, y'all hitched your wagon to him, Titans fans. Titans fans did. I, I'm, I'm a partial Titans fan because I live here. Um, I'm a Falcons fan because I grew up there. Mm. And that's just kind of what I was. Mm. So when the Colts come to town. You going? You going to go watch? I, I, I might have to. Might have to, especially if they sign Julio too. I might have to. Mm. I got asked to on vacation. You were you? 
you run into a lot of Gators fans and were you were you wearing all your Georgia gear and just flexing and just rubbing <laughs> it in on them the whole time? <laughs> I was flexing, but no. Uh in, in Naples, Florida, um it's a lot of like Yankees. Okay. It's a lot of people that don't care anything about football whatsoever. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's a lot. Of, it, it's a very international place, more so than mm. you would think. So, needless to say, they give no. They they give nothing about that. Okay. So, oh yeah. well. Get them next time. You know what they say about Florida. The further south you go, the further north you get. <laughs> That's right. So, like, if I wore Red Sox gear, that probably would have had more of an impact. That's true. That's true. Have you ever Googled your birthday and put Florida man to it and seen whatever the headline is? Uh, let's see. Uh, I have before. going to be wild every September, time. Put your birthday, Florida man. September 8th, Florida man. It's the first result. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Rampaging camel kills two men at, at a Tennessee farm. It's always Florida man fed up with potholes plants <laughs> banana tree in a road. It's it's always something ridiculous. A Hawthorne man is trying to boost. Sit. Oh, that's kind of uplifting, actually. <laughs> first, the first result was pretty good. Uh, Florida man fatally shoots mom after he lost it. Oh, uh, over orange juice. Yeah, it's it's orange just juice. it's just another Tuesday in Florida. It's always something popping off like Let's that. See, hold on. Florida man accused of killing neighbor whose cat, and it stops after that. <laughs> um, Florida man arrested for tripping over pants. Florida man allegedly okay. Florida man headlines that made the meme what it is. Uh, Florida man, naked Florida man starts house fire while baking cookies. <laughs> so, and it stops after that. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's oh. fun. So um, what do you think of this whole uh, NFL free agency cycle? It's been pretty crazy. Like last week was pretty insane as far as that goes. Yeah. With, with, what Rogers resigns Adams then is what going to Las Vegas mm-hmm. Brady unretires uh I missed a bunch of it but yeah it was mm-hmm. it was something popping off every day for a while so yeah yeah I, I I was like dang man this whole Deshaun Watson thing was crazy yeah as a And Devontae, then Devontae Adams. You know, after after, after Rodgers gets paid, you know, you th- are they going to pay him because you know he <laughs> you know he was franchised and no, we'll just go ahead and send you to Las Vegas after we throw the yeah. bank at Rodgers. So now you don't have anybody to throw to. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, can I just. I did Rogers say anything about it? Because you know he's he, you know they've been not on the same page for a while up there. Him and the organization. Yeah. yeah. Probably not. Uh, I don't know. Who knows? Aaron Aaron's getting like two hundred million, so he don't care. Right at thirty seven. Mm-hmm. But now that they lost Devonte Adams, it just makes him easy to root against. Makes. Aaron easy to root against. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, like a lot of people keep saying, you keep trying to have this high powered offense when you play in the frozen tundra. You, you just you, you're just not really successful throwing the ball all around the yard in January up there. You know, yeah. you scored ten points against the 49ers. Exactly. You know, I mean, <laughs> you're MVP, and you yeah. go, you scored ten points, and what? You you played him in San Francisco and lost, and your post game presser is like, "Yeah, we got to get we got to get one of these at home. We got to get one of these NFC Championship games at home." Well, you were at home, and they held you to ten points, yeah. and you're you're trying to throw a frozen football around, and you know ten below, and you know you just pound it, and the 49ers just went up there and physical jaw to death. Mm-hmm. You know, 
You got a dose of Debo, got a dose of that defense. You got a, and y'all are up there trying to throw it around, and it's just, and it's, not, it's almost the definition of insanity because they're gonna try to do it again and probably get bounced again, even if they if they have home field to begin with. Exactly, exactly. So, um, Stephen Willis is not gonna like hearing this, but Arch Manning loved his visit to, to UGA. Just want to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm just gonna let that one marinate for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Did Tennessee get a QB commit today? Whenever, like, we're not they worried did. about Arch now. They did. All of a sudden, now they're not worried. All of a sudden, about yeah, 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 right. Yeah. I mean, Arch right. is the best quarterback in this entire thing by a mile. It's like if he had com- if he had committed to Tennessee and then decommitted. Oh, we don't need him. Oh, we never want him. He wasn't no good. It's like yeah. the same thing. Now that Come they on, have somebody, yeah, yeah, right? It's like yeah. oh, we don't. You know, people mm-hmm. are crazy, man. No, I, I hey, I'm with you there. The rationale. I, I can't. I, the rationale is baffling. Spin it however you need to do to uh-huh. feel good about yourself. Yep, <laughs> baffling. Yeah, I know, right? So, but uh, no, that's gonna just about do it for for this episode i think uh we'll have a lot to talk about next week hopefully arkansas will still be standing yeah. after after next week that that will mean they're in the final four Hold the next time for the conference the next time we see you arkansas could pixie we could be back in the final four since uh since the days of nolan richardson and the 40 minutes of hell yeah because they hadn't even they hadn't done anything in a tournament for 20 years. Like they've done nothing. Right. Right. So this is Arkansas. We're talking about who was when they first came into the SEC was a power. It was them and Kentucky going toe to toe. You know, they won a title in 95, Kentucky mm-hmm. in 94, Kentucky won in 96. So yeah, for them to have a stretch where they had a, you know, no, you know, no tournament of any kind, no action. And now right. they got it. They're holding it down for the conference now. That's right. Yeah, the last hope. Yep, that's right. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. You got to keep it going. You got to keep it alive. But Muslim's a good coach. Got to give it to him. That's right. So um, that's going to do it for us, Vinny. Um, are you hosting any games on Ravon next week or this week? Uh, oh, oh, I need to see about I'm, getting I'm, in there. I might sign up for the Arkansas game. Mm-hmm. That'd be a fun one to do. Yeah, I, I did a little video, sent it in because you know, so I did do that. I might, I might jump in there and host or uh, or interact or something like that. There you go. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll probably just jump in there and interact with some of those games. Just yeah, you know, just just to be around. I you know, I think the idea like because all of us just kind of hosting each other's stuff, like just getting in on each other's stuff, is actually pretty fun. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll get back in there this week. I, you know, after. You know, we're yeah, just, I feel you. It's just shocked. You, 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 know, and, you and Britt, I mean, you're yeah. licking your wounds, but you're okay yeah. now. Yeah, I'm in there for the, you know, Sweet 16, Elite 8 stuff and yeah. try to hop back in there. But had them both on Believe in Kentucky, her and James, the co-founders. That's right, I was getting ready to say that. I was getting ready to alert the world. So if you want to hear what the co-founders of one of the new up-and-coming apps, Ravon Sports, go check out Believe in Kentucky uh, with Vinny and, and had them on. So. Uh, we hope you have a great week. We hope your brackets are better than mine, which probably isn't difficult, but we hope it's better than mine. And uh, we'll see you back here next week uh, on Beast of the East, po- on the Beast of the East podcast, on the Believe Network, also on the Y'all's Conference Network. We'll see you back here next week. For Vinny Hardy, I'm Corey Burton. Peace out. See y'all later. See y'all later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.